Welcome to Minor Seventh's podcast for the winter of 2023, where we'll be playing the best in current, non-mainstream acoustic guitar music. I am your host, Scott Milsaw. In this program, Clive Carroll and Tom Caulfield. Clive Carroll's new album entitled The Abbott is a musical testament to one of his mentors and artistic inspirations, John Renborn. Renborn was an English guitarist and fingerstylist whose first period of greatest influence on the genre was in the 1960s. In 1963, he joined guitar icon Bert Yanch in a duet style that became known as British Baroque. Yanch and Renborn later formed Pentangle, an ensemble that drew its repertoire and arranging approach from acoustic blues and the jazz of Charles Mingus, mingled creatively with a British folk sensibility. Pentangle was introduced to an American audience in 1968, performing at the Newport Folk Festival and Carnegie Hall. During and after Pentangle's first run, Renborn released more solo recordings, broadened his stylistic palette, and developed impressively as a composer of works. In the early 1980s, he scaled back his performing schedule to formally study music at Dartington College of Arts, after which he toured tirelessly as a solo act with Pentangle and the group's vocalists, as well as the young guitarist Clive Carroll. Clive Carroll met and toured with Renborn in the early 1990s, and they collaborated on the soundtrack for the feature film Driving Lessons. Minor seventh writer Pat Rayguns first met Carroll at an airport where both were on the way to a Swanoa gathering in North Carolina, where Carroll would be teaching several guitar classes. Their conversation turned to John Renborn, and Carroll mentioned that Renborn's aforementioned manuscripts had just been saved by Newcastle University from being sent to a landfill. The existence of music composed by the late guitarist, but which had never been performed, stimulated Carroll's curiosity and was a factor in undertaking a survey of Renborn's work with a resulting two-and-a-half-year project by Carroll, the abbot. Here's Clive Carroll with some personal observations on John Renborn's legacy. John left behind a legacy of a dozen or more solo albums with influences ranging from early medieval to modern jazz. Uh, His group and ensemble arrangements were uniquely voiced, and I think particular attention should be drawn to his solo compositions that were inspired by medieval and Renaissance music. They kind of draw a parallel with a period in art history called the Pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood. And unlike most art history, to my knowledge, the works of artists such as Dante Gabriel Rossetti, uh, William Holman Hunt and uh, John Everett Millet uh, in the latter half of the 19th century never had a musical pairing, right? Um, You can hear, you know, there's the kind of, you know, mid to late romantic thing and then you've got the late Mahler symphonies, uh, Eric Sarty, of course, whom John was influenced by, and then um, maybe you know you're, you're leaping into you know Rite of Spring territory in 1913, and then after Verklerte Nacht by Schoenberg, you're into a, a world of twelve-tone serial music. Uh, but the whole kind of you know pre-Raphaelite parallel um, just kind of didn't happen, as far as I know, right until perhaps the early 60s, uh, when John Renborn uh, found a direction. And I'm sure that pieces like um, his 
lady goes to church and the lady and the unicorn will stand the test of time. And I consider his uh, Pavand Aragon to be his most complex early music-inspired work. Uh, back in 2015, the University of Newcastle were in a privileged position to be able to extract all of John's written compositions from his home in the Scottish borders. And after spending some time in quarantine, the University have thankfully digitised over 10,000 pages of composition. While I was fortunate enough to record two pieces from this collection for the first time on the Abbott album, um, there is still <laughs> so much more to be discovered uh, for someone or for many. Uh, John was a wonderful, eccentric character. He was a great laugh, full of totally <laughs> insane stories from the road. Uh, for me, his unique arrangements and sound on the guitar, and perhaps more significantly, his innovative compositions, will be regarded as one of the important contributions in the history of 20th century music making. The track you're about to hear is an acoustic blues that Renborn performs solo. Please enjoy Clive Carroll both singing and playing up a storm on the instrumental breaks on I Know My Babe. Thank you. 
which Renborn recorded as an acoustic-electric guitar duet, may never have been performed. Clive Carroll adds parts for flute, bass clarinet, core anglaise, glockenspiel, and accordion, yet retains the relaxed feel of Renborn's version.
Citing a list of musical influences as diverse as Will Ackerman, Max Richter, Harold Budd, Tim Story, Nick Drake, Mike Oldfield, and George Winston, you know you're going to get some pleasant surprises from guitarist Tom Caulfield. His new album, entitled The Whisper Resistance, was created with the idea that, given the tumultuous state of the world, one thing a musician can contribute is to gently, like water, slowly polishing stones over time, convey the embodiment of peace, beauty, and diversity. Caulfield has played his 1992 Gibson J45 for 31 years, and on this release plays it almost exclusively in dadgad tuning. Somewhat tongue-in-cheek, he says he's always amused to remember every time he starts recording again that the main challenge of getting a good guitar take is not only about playing well, but also about not sliding loudly on the string during a chord change, not breathing loudly through his nose, not shifting around on a noisy shirt, not tapping his foot on the floor. Mechanical things that will trip up a good performance and force you to have to do it over. You have to quiet your whole body down and stay really attentive to keep superfluous noise at a minimum. I'd say that sensible advice seems to work, judging by how these tracks just ooze a peaceful, contemplative vibe. Here's Navigating the Fall.
Tom Caulfield would like you to know that this project was supported by North Carolina Arts Council. The Arts Council of Winston-Salem and Forsyth County and Arts Greensboro. The inspiration for the title track on The Whisper Resistance came surprisingly from his love of early to mid-1970s jazz fusion. Granted, it's a kinder, gentler version of fusion, aided by the magical violin embellishments of Richard Downs. See if you can hear it.
Thanks for listening. Please stop by Minor Seventh's website at www.minorseventh.com for reviews of other great acoustic guitar music, including Dominic Miller, David Wilcox, and many others.